Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 189 for June 26th, 2019. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make, Build, Modify, Lakeside Woodcrafter, we probably owe him a Skype call, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. We also definitely owe one to Make, Build, Modify. Uh, Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashirs, Paul Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, Creator Nader, Wesley Treat, Rob Ray, and Gangi and Pop Pop Makerspace. By the way, I'm on uh, chapter three of yeah, Pop Pop's most recent email. I'm still getting through it, buddy. I know we didn't reply, yeah. but. I don't have that we're much still, time at a, st- at a given. Yeah, my my phone yeah, got was, stuck downloading all the pictures. Yeah, yeah, it so. was it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I'm still in that chapter. <laughs> you stupid monkeys. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, um, we love you guys and thank you so much for always yeah. always communicating with us a lot. I have to say something real. Call quick. me Gangi and Pop Pop, <laughs> and we'll do that. Gangi and Pop Pop. I like the way Phil's accent makes it sound the best, though. That's, Dick. that's what Greg said, yeah. So, randomly, I got, speaking of the boys over at Maybe I Said Too Much, and I love when this happens. It just it happens every so often. It's like, a, it's like, it's like the, the, when a butterfly flits right by your face and you feel that brushing of air from a butterfly wing. Anyway... Every so often, somebody will just reach out. Joel reached out and said, just, just out of nowhere, I miss your hugs. Well, Joel, <laughs> I miss your hugs, too. I just wanted mm-hmm. to say that. I'd be like, what do you want? Yeah, <laughs> I've actually been uh, chatting with those guys a little bit. I'm, I'm sort of entering a business venture with Joel. Um, did you guys nice. see that push stick? The push stick that I... I made a few weeks Your ago. Finger? Yeah, the finger, the hand I one. I saw something. Um, yeah, Izzy called me about it because he has that new site, Maker Bits with a Z, where they're starting to manufacture and sell some of his tools and gadgets and other makers, and they want to kind of create a store of maker tools and maker-made stuff from the community. And so they were just like, "Hey, you want to sell that in our store instead of on, you know, Joel? Joel will make them because he has the the mach- you know the machines and the staff the production, and right? It, you know, we'll split costs and everything." And I was like, "Absolutely, I would love to do that, just to not have to deal with it and see if you know, see if people are interested." So I've been talking with Joel can, about that. So hopefully that'll all work out. If you know, it you has can, to make sense financially for us all. You could you could do uh, a couple of different themes of that too. Yeah, I was doing a metric. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I had some people request the metric. Figures. That's the metric version yeah. right there, buddy. The metric version. No, yeah. we would never do that. We're polite. <laughs> that you one uh, of the metric that would be countries. the standard imperial measurement right there, Bill. I do have to agree with you on that. That that is the the the, the three countries that still use the imperial system on the entire planet. That's exactly where the finger we're using to describe. Yeah, yeah. System. And I have to say, you're right, Phil, because I've spent time with you now in person again after so many years from Boston and you're the most polite man I've ever met. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I think, I think if you were going to do a metric one, it should be the thumbs up because we're so positive. No, that's not going to happen, but yeah, I could. 
be a little um, push thumb. A thumbs down? Well, nope. the thumb oh. does the thumb does push. That's the whole thing. There's like six different ways from Sunday you can hold the thing. So there is a thumb. It's thumbs down when you push with the thumb, though. I don't like your attitude but, um, right now. Well, thumbs, thumbs down just basically means the guys in Canada are pointing towards us. With uh, their thumbs. Something like that. Yeah. That's how North and South works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. What? Hey, who's been up to something? What? Phil. Bill. Um, nope. Well, how about I've you, been Tim? Up to, oh, okay. What are we doing? <laughs> Who? Uh, you're, you're the driver, Phil. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Bill, just tell us what you've been up to. Uh, let's. I, nothing. I, I can't say. Casey and I went shooting yesterday. Um, and I like to maintain uh, my guns. So as soon as we get back, I, I go out in the garage and, and I clean them. And usually when you clean them immediately, you don't ever have to do a, a huge breakdown on it. But a couple of the guns that we have, I bought used. And they were really dirty when I got them. So I thought, and they're revolvers, right? And revolvers kind of old technology. So I got in the garage and I... I thought, you know what? I used to tear down. I'm a gunsmith, man. I, I, oh wow, did I forget how many little itty bitty parts, springs, bars, and everything else is. Uh, but my my uh, my guns are clean. Casey whooped my butt again at the shooting range, and uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of what I did, and it was um, like I said, it's it's a it's it's a daunting task when you take a uh, revolver all the way apart do you have those little magnetic bowls to sort little parts no but i do so on a uh carpet on my bench back here it's like on a carpet and that helps catch all the little things that, that come out you have to be careful because some i mean seriously a bunch of little tiny springs and stuff that are yeah. in there um, yeah. But it wasn't bad. And, and YouTube again, oh my goodness, the, the what you can look up anything on YouTube. It's just yeah. uh, remember remember when that didn't exist. I know How did we ever do anything. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I think it was very expensive because I think you would just break stuff and you'd have to go get another one. Yeah. Or not break it, but you take it apart, and I don't know how to put it back together. Or do you remember how often you put stuff back together and you had extra parts? All the time. Yeah. 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 You can't do yeah. that with guns. Yeah, I would. I would be afraid to fire it if I. <laughs> well, you ain't gonna fire it. I promise you. You do yeah. that with a gun, and it's yeah. just not gonna fire. So it needs hey, every part. Why do you think? Because you you said that every time you go out shooting, like Casey, who's a total amateur with guns, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, she'd never fired one before until a few months ago. Why do you think she does consistently better than you at targets? Do you think it has to do with her age, or do you think it has to do with maybe your eyesight? Like, do you need glasses, or? Um, it's more to do with my eyesight. Um, yeah, and and she's not significantly better than I am, and I try and really focus on her. Oh, because so it's I, not like you're blind. If I wear my glasses, I do just fine. But it's she yeah. is surprisingly shoots well. So we have um, a couple of small revolvers that will take a 357 Magnum caliber, right? And she has shot a 357 on my other revolver. That's a great big, heavy two and a half pound gun. This thing has got some weight, so when it has a uh, a very powerful cartridge shot out of it, you really don't feel it. It you know moves your hand, you're like, oh, 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 and you feel tough. Well, these little guns, I've been telling her, now we can try the, the 357 out of it, but you're probably gonna wanna shoot the more or less powerful 38 specials. And for gun people know what I'm talking about. For you two, it's just very powerful. I know what you're saying. And, okay, anyway, so she goes to shoot this, 
and we're in the we're in the middle of a gun range. We're like in the middle lane, lane number seven. And it goes up to twelve, right? So there's people on either side of us. So she shoots her first three fifty seven out of this little tiny gun, and she said some words, <laughs> and shaked her hand a little bit. And this lady standing next to us is kind of giggling and laughing. But she did. She shot the. It's a five shot revolver. So she shot all five rounds, and we had another one. She shot a couple of rounds, and then she said, I'm not doing that ever again. I don't want to, that's just horrible. And I said, I know. So now here's the fun part is I'm thinking, I already know what this is like. I know what it's going to be like when I pick this up and I fire the last three rounds through this little tiny gun. But it's okay because I'm 225 pounds. I, I can, oh my God, my thumb, my hand is still bruised. Hmm. That's, that's, Crazy. I mean, I, I can change the grips on it, and it would absorb a lot of the recoil, but I don't want to do that because we're not going to shoot three fifty sevens out of these very beautiful revolvers that I took apart and almost lost everything and cleaned, and now they're back together, and that's the gun story for the day. So what are you doing, Phil? Um, I, uh, I did more setup in my, uh, in my electronics workbench area, and I am gonna, I'll take a picture afterwards, and I'll post it on Instagram because it's, it's come a long way, and I feel better about how it looks it feels almost ready for presentation um and so i'm kind of like you pre- who are you presenting it to all of us pictures yeah well i'm going to do a video there so i really kind of oh. want it to look like a cool space um i have a couple more things i want to do and so i've been working on that and then the rest of the stuff that i've been working on i want to talk about during the main topic because it makes sense there so i'm going to pass it along to uh, yes, you in the back, Tim. What uh, what are you working ooh, on? Yeah. Ooh, pick me. Yeah. Um, I went to one of our, our top patrons there that you just listed, uh, Tom, uh, Infinite Craftsman. I went to his house, uh, I guess it was last week. Oh, was he there? He's in, yeah, he was there. Okay. Um, which, you know, ruined some of the you plans, were coming? But, <laughs> uh, yeah, he did. I, I bought his. I've been talking about it for a while. And then he went and he put, I was cruising Facebook Marketplace in my area because Tom lives about 25 miles from me. Um, looking for my 15-inch planer, I'd go like once a week and look, and I see oh, one for sale that, that I see is close, and I see the sales the person selling it is Tom. I was like, "What the hell, Tom? You're holding out on me." <laughs> like, I, maybe he doesn't listen to the podcast, Tom. I'm talking to you. All the times I mentioned I was looking for one of these, and so I just, you know, I'm like, "What do you? You're, you have one of these, and you're selling it?" And, and he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "You know." So we struck a deal, and I went and I picked it up, and we fit it into. I took Vance with me. We went all back roads to his house, and it was a beautiful drive. And Vance got to play with his son a little bit. Lincoln is his son's name. He's a couple years younger than Vance. And we got to hang out, and we put this ridiculously heavy thing in the back of my little mini truck, and it drove it home no problem. And and, and uh, you took all the back roads because it won't go more than 45, 50 on the highway, right? Well, I can take it on the highway, but I won't take take it on the highway with my son in it for sure. It's just not <laughs> designed for the highway, you know. It's just not designed. So what I've, what I found is, I mean, I've done exit hopping on the highway, but I prefer not to take it on the highway, especially when 18-wheelers are going by and stuff. It's just kind of sketchy, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, you find most of the time, if you just don't take the highway, it just takes 10 minutes longer. And it's, it's prettier and more relaxing. So I just do that. You know? Right. Yeah. So um, so tell us about this planer. Yeah. I haven't really used it yet, uh, but I, it? I did. It's a, an old, um, uh, is it a Delta? I Delta? Think it was. I, I, think, I, I forget. Yeah, I looked yeah it's picture. a Delta. Yeah. Yeah, it's just an old Delta 15 inch. It's a 220. You know, um, I had to switch. It's huge uh, too. Yes, yeah, so, straight mean, knives. It's got the, the rollers. It's still most of them have the rollers are missing the out feed and in feed. Right. And it still has the rollers on. It's in pretty good shape. Um, 
I don't know if I ran a piece of wood through it just to make sure it worked and stuff, and uh, and it works. I just I have to you know probably get in there and tune it up a little bit. I don't know if the, how old the blades are. I don't so, think Tom so used it too much. Let me ask you something. It. What would you have done had it not worked, and Tom would have just like ripped you off? What then? What? Let's let's get down to the to the nitty gritty on that one. Well, I wasn't really concerned. Uh, that no, no, but no, no. hypothetically speaking, if Mister Infinite Craftsman infinitely screwed you, then what? I'd start a podcast with a couple of my friends and secretly get all the money back through his Patreon pledges over the course of years. <laughs> there is, there wow. is no riling a pacifist, I swear. Did you guys <laughs> rehearse that? Because that was seamless. <laughs> well, Thanks. We're just simpatico that way. I see that. I had some, and then that, that same day, I've had some fun stuff going on. It's all eventually guitar related, but I'm not just saying guitar, so you're welcome. Um, that same day, I have a. I can't say where it came from, um, but I have a, a kind of a relative <laughs> that knows a guy that works at a place. No, that that works at a place, and and there's there's television production involved, and uh, there were some s- desks that they were no longer using that were from a set from a, a tv show set okay. and uh, so he, he sent me a picture of them and he's like hey they're throwing these out do you want them and uh the tops on them are i put this all in my instagram story last week the tops on them are a one inch thick acrylic uh about they're Whoa. like they're not they're not square so they have like a shape to them like it's a round edge and stuff but they're about four feet wide on one end about 38 inches wide on the other and they kind of like a pie slice go out okay so the i got two of those wow um and then there was the, the there was some steel and some LED lights and some aluminum. And I ended up just taking the aluminum to the scrapyard because it was um, it was heavy and it was worth a few bucks. And it, I probably could have saved some pieces out of it, but like the way it was cut, there wasn't really anything too too good to save. Okay. So, uh, but I, I got the acrylic and some uh, electronic stuff that was in there. And it was clear, in, uh, clear. So it was acrylic? a huge store. Clear acrylic and there's some blue tape on it, like a like a semi transparent uh, like kind of colored protective. part. But that. Right, exactly. But they they cut out the um, they cut out like a shape into it, so it has right. like a border and stuff. But so that'll that'll all come off like a cling, you know. But yeah, and it's in really good shape because it was just used for this TV show, so it's not too scratched up or anything. Wow. So that was a that was a that's a good, good score album. right there. That's a really you, good score. Yeah, it's probably like five six hundred bucks worth of acrylic. Oh, oh yep. easy. Anytime it's yeah. you know thick pieces like that, that's great, Tim. Um, Can you yeah, make guitar so, necks out of uh, acrylic? Um, I have a, uh, a, a something scheduled that using the other piece of acrylic that I have from uh, that I got from Paul Jackman uh, that is an inch and a quarter thick, and I have plans for that that will include doing a guitar neck. But for these for these pieces, they're only an inch. Th- Actually, I could get a guitar neck out of one of those. That's what uh, I was one, thinking. Um, yeah, I, I I would like to try that. Um, my my plan was, and th- there are, you can actually go. There's companies in China that make full acrylic guitars for like a couple hundred bucks. They're not expensive, which is crazy because obviously for us it's like ridiculously expensive. But um, uh, my my plan was to because I do have some necks, some factory made necks, to cut a couple bodies and uh, and just have them because it'll be pretty quick and easy to do very simple guitars, keep them inexpensive, and have them for the shows because they catch a lot of attention. I want to make some left-handed ones for the shows because when you go to the shows, there's like hardly ever any left-handed guitars, so. I want to do a left-handed out of acrylic because I don't think anyone's ever done that, you know, and um, and you know out of wood and stuff too. But yeah, uh, I'll probably do a neck out of them as well, you know. But I, I do have, that, like I said, a, be fun. A, an acrylic build. I do have an LED acrylic build lit up. backlit acrylic neck. 
You know, I was gonna do the LEDs and the one that I have a, a contract for, um, and then I decided against it. I just decided I'd, I didn't want to do it. Hmm. I thought well, it would look kind of you. Cheesy. You can do. You don't have to have like LEDs running the, the entire length because you know with acrylic you just light one bottom and all the edges glow. In the whole. Th- yeah, my my initial thought was to to put position markers on it, uh, like the dots, you know, right? And LED because be I've seen that done before. Out. But then I decided I didn't want to. Um, it's because I thought of it. Every time I mention an no, idea, you always say no. I had yeah, this whole right. conversation with myself like six months ago. So, but um, but well, it was I was going to use LEDs until Bill said that he liked the idea. Yeah, so. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I'm I making don't. these. I'm making these panels too on my the MakerMade CNC, the the giant four by eight. I'm finally dialing that thing in and problem solving and figuring it out and I'll have a, a project video coming out for them within the next couple weeks I made these um like a you know like a privacy screen like you have to see them they're Asian uh, themed a lot and there's like the three or four folds that you can kind of yeah, put yeah. Up, like a privacy making one of those with uh, out of all guess what hollow corridors <laughs> I heard those so, are the new palette true or false they are I, that is true that is true huh. the new palette uh, so I've been working on those. That's been kind of fun. Um, there, you know, I made a lot of mistakes, and there's a lot of flaws in them because I was kind of learning the machine and screwing up. But uh, but they'll be good enough. Well, the last uh, the last thing I saw the guitar that's I, I think almost all laminated uh, hollow. Oh doors. yeah, that one's almost that one's almost done. Yeah. Dude, that is sick. It is sick. I love it. Un- unreal how great that came out with just all all one big laminate. That's neat. Thanks. Yeah, the I made a few mistakes on it. Um, basically, like I went, I had this kind of tremolo bridge that I put on it, like this sort of old school whammy bar, and that was an afterthought. I decided I wanted to put it on after I'd already set it all up for a regular hardtail bridge. So I went, I had to fit that bridge to it, and in the process, I, it wasn't designed that way, so it didn't. You know, I made some mistakes kind of setting it up, but it's it's okay. I'm a little disappointed, and I should have just made another one and just stuck that one according to plan. Like the bridge hangs over the hole a tiny, tiny bit right on the little point of the arrow. Drives me nuts because it wasn't supposed to have anything that big, yeah. you know. But uh, but I really I got it in my craw that I I wanted that that bridge on it, and so I just made it made it fit, you know. But Take yeah, that guitar is make the, the hole a little bit bigger, fill it up with uh, epoxy, and then put the the bridge back over that top of that. It looks it's, like you did it on purpose. See? Yeah, it's. At, I, See again, I, I come up with something. Nah, now nah, that's stupid. Forget yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much my default response to you. Oh, and then there's a guitar made of nails. That video's out, so you should go watch that. So yeah, I ain't watching it now. Forget it. Yeah. Who are you kidding? You're you. watching it the instant we get off. He already watched it three times. <laughs> 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 All right, that's that's what I've been up to. Okay. Well, can we great, stop doing this? Stuff. Can we just knock it off and let's, let's um, I don't know, Phil, how would you put it? Say it. Say it. Well, you know what? Why don't we get down to brass tacks? How about we do that? <laughs> oh, I like it. Now, are yeah. we talking tacks that are made of brass or taxes like the, you know, the IRS that they have big cojones to come after you? I think it's T-A-C-K-S. We're getting okay. down to... You know okay. the the brass tacks. Okay. The little tiny nails. I wonder where yeah. that. I wonder how that reference came. I to am you. severely embarrassed to say I don't know, but I will find out. I'm guessing. Well, I'm gonna guess because brass tacks are usually like the finishing touch, right, of something. 
So when it gets down to brass tacks, I think what they're saying down is to let's, the details. Let's let's, mm. let's get down to the detail. If hmm. I had a guess, it would be upholstery related. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Because you can do all the trim after you're done re- upholstering something. You do the and yes, Tim. We know you redid a couch with no tools and a pair of scissors and some really ugly fabric. It's okay. If only there were some, I'm just ignoring you, if only there were some <laughs> worldwide database where we could find out where the saying brass tax comes uh, from. You already knew this. The origin of the first phrase dating from the late 1800s is disputed. Some believe it alludes to the brass tax used under fine upholstery. Others uh. that it is cockney rhyming slang for hard facts. And still oh, others yeah. that it alludes to tax hammered into a sales counter to indicate precise measuring points. So it is not an agreed-upon etymology currently. Yeah, the Cockney slang does a lot of that rhyming. Hold on. Let me look up entomology. I thought that's what science did with bugs. No, etymology. The origin. We are doing a good job of getting down the brass tacks in this podcast. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Okay, so what does this mean? It means we're going to talk about, um, well, the three of us are going to come out of this from a different point of view as far as what our, you know, bottom line is, like, so for me, I'm, uh, I'm talking about a few of the household projects that I've done recently. So one of them that I've put on f- for the longest time is uh, the dryer vent leading out to the side of the house, uh, I guess, was blocked with dryer lint. And it's been like seven years like that, that we've lived <laughs> in this house. And so yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the laundry room gets incredibly hot. And the paint is peeling in that room, and the tile, like, you can smell the glue from the tiles delaminating. And I was like, you know what? Sounds like it's about time to take a look-see at that problem. So I ran a razor blade around the, uh, around the, I guess, whatever, the caulking outside. And then I thought that I could just sort of remove that vent. It's probably... It's elbow. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's probably in the wall in a way that you can't just remove that vent. Yes, until I got my friend Mr. Sledgehammer out. And I, ah. just, I just knocked that aluminum vent right off the side of the house. And uh, as it turns out, yep, it was full of lint. So I pulled out what I could with my hands, and then the rest I stuck my, uh, my wet vac, wet shop, drop vac, shop vac, shop vac. Yeah. Put the shop vac in there, sucked out everything else, had my wife run it, because I have no idea how it works, and, uh, and Bob's your uncle, so... Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't. Have I ever sneezed on the show before? I don't know. Um, anyway, so did I you found sneeze a retrofit or did kit. I open up a bubbly water? That is going to be a little trivia for our listeners. <laughs> except, for you, except, for you ad- except for you admitted to sneezing right before. <laughs> oh yeah. Love that. Or, or or did he? Or exactly? Or did or, or did I? <laughs> Here, um, let's let's even things out. Oh, Same. A chew. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I sound like. Uh, and then I found a retro. So this was like an aluminum. It looks like sort of a 90 degree spout. So the vent comes out and then comes straight down. So I found a retrofit kit at uh, one of my favorite stores, Canadian Tire. And uh, it just comes with like a foam gasket and uh, and a plastic vent with like three sort of little louvers. Louvers, yeah. Louvers, yep. good word. And then I uh, and then I did some. I had to drill some holes. I had masonry bits, and then I put in some uh, some tapcon screws into that. And good to go. So, what is the outside of your house? Is it masonry? Is that? It's brick. It's brick. Okay. Yeah. 
That's how we oh, do here in, in the north. Oh, you live in a brick north. house? Nice. Yeah. I've always it's wanted a brick house. Well, it's mighty mighty, so. Yeah. You guys are just letting it all hang out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I had one with both of you. This is great. This is Captain America going, I recognize that reference. <laughs> I get that reference. I don't get that one, but... Yeah. That's ironic, to say the least. Yeah. So, it's, uh, so how, did you, how are you going to seal it? And how, why did you need a sledgehammer to take the other one off? Because it was like cocked on there real good. Okay. So, it was from the outside, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, I kept trying to pull it off, and I was able to get a corner off, but then, like, even putting my foot up against the wall and pulling, it wasn't going anywhere. Did you tear the aluminum at all? Uh, No. There's still an aluminum gasket on there. So everything is still sealed. Um, So this will just seal itself against the existing aluminum gasket. And apparently you don't need any caulking because of the compression fit with the foam. Yes. So I'm leaving it as is. I wouldn't worry about it a whole lot. Yes, yeah, it's, it's fine. That's I mean, that's the worst fun, case. Though. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, squirrels. Um, so, is it true that after five years, lint actually starts breathing on its own? It becomes like a life form. It becomes sentient. That's right. That's <laughs> what our tribbles started with. They were that's, just lint. <laughs> that's where that's tribbles right. came from. Yeah. 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 And they breed Whew. quickly. Yeah. Uh, no. So <laughs> everyone is super happy because it means that now we can run the uh, laundry machines. With the door half to the laundry room closed instead of... And before. it probably takes half as long, right? And it will take, it'll take so much less time to dry your clothes. Yeah, <clears throat> That's interesting. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, Seriously. our dryer used to take like an hour to do the loads. And then when we started getting into a regimen of cleaning that, it now it's down to like 40 minutes. Yeah. That's so funny. I that's, asked my wife. It's a huge dip. Yeah, maybe Warner before. Mostly she what that does is it vents out the moisture as it's drying. So the, yeah, the exactly. moisture in the clothes is what's going away. It's drawing that moisture out of your clothes, blowing it out somewhere else. Yeah. So without anywhere to go, you're basically having to steam it off, which takes right. forever. Right. And it was like basically that steam was staying in that laundry room. Which so is why all the stuff was peeling and delaminating. And yeah. yeah. So anyways, I did that. Um, this one I'm not so proud of, but, uh, I had my winter tires and I got these bad boys off of Craigslist. I want to (laughs) say probably, I don't know, two cars ago, right? So I bought them used for 300 bucks. They were these Yokohamas, like really, really good, oh, Toyos, sorry, they're Toyos, really, really good tires for the winter. Um, and the more expensive the tire, uh, the softer the rubber, right? So that's... So yeah. they actually wear faster. But these ones were a good blend. Anyways, I used them for five winters. I paid 300 bucks for them Canadian, which is huge score. Um, anyways, yeah. that's, so... That's a good price for any tires, brother. Yeah. So I, I feel good about that because they were only used for like a half a season on a lease return. and But yeah. I had to drive a good... I had to drive about an hour to get them, but totally worth it. I've used yeah. them on two cars already. Uh, but they're now finished. The guy who uh, replaces my tires, he's like, listen these things are they're bubbling and splitting like you can't use these anymore so i was like all right fine so they were in the front of my house just stacked up i'm like what am i supposed to do with these things now um there are some projects you can do with those yeah here's the project i I drove them to a dumpster where i saw other people had left their tires so that's where they had to go oh no but like it was in front of canadian tire so presumably they didn't know what to do with them well, they, they do, but I mean, still. What am I supposed to do with tires? 
There, you can. They can become planters. You can, if you paint them, you can make planters out of them. You can take cord and you can, um, uh, like, cut holes around the ring and you can make a, like a netting and make chair tops out of it. You can all kinds of stuff. Yeah, even Tim's saying no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's the house in the neighborhood that has the tire planters out front, and that's not Phil's house. That's I, I know house. that about yeah. Phil. Like, I mean, this. The, yes, you can do that, but that's not Phil's neighborhood. <laughs> you know just, what? You know, you can. You that's can. That's my do neighborhood. <laughs> you, seriously, it was when I was younger. It's not now. Here's a reclaim tip, and this is a serious tip: if you cut tires in half. You can use them when you are forming a um, to take up space when you are forming a uh, retaining wall, like decorative gardening retaining walls and stuff like that. And then you yeah. cover them over with, you know, uh, plaster or whatever cement, whatnot. So they can be actually used for that. To do. They're good to fill up space. Is a mold? Okay. No, just but, to fill yeah, up but here, space. Oh, I see. But here's the thing. If you ever need a bunch of tires, they're real easy to get for free. You just go to your local tire place and be like, hey, can I take four of your crap tires? And they say, absolutely, help yourself, yes. and you take them. Yeah. So you don't have to hang on to them. You don't, need to, you don't need inventory of garbage tires in your yard. You did the right thing, Phil. You took them to a tire store yeah. to get rid of them. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's I did that. And I'm trying to think. I know I did another. Well, I've done a lot of the gardening stuff, right? So now the grass is finally, like, it's filling in, which is really cool. Especially since my wife's like, hey, look at all this grass growing in. I was like, yeah, what do you think I did for three hours the other weekend? She didn't like, she didn't believe that it was actually going to work. Like it was some kind of sorcery that I performed or whatever. Uh, By fertilizing? You bought some some sheets of grass and put them down. (laughs) No, but thinking that like, you know, like it was never going to work. Like everything, it's so funny. Everything I do, (laughs) after everything that I've been able to do, every time I pull something off, it's like it's this, surprise. like this, like this astonishment. She's like, okay. How? What? Now you did now, this. <laughs> let me let me point this out. Maybe she does that for your benefit, so you can have a, a your told fragile you so male moment. ego. Yeah. yeah no, 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 no. This is the contrary. This is very hurtful. It would be it would be much more. Uh, it'd be much kinder if she were like, yeah, of course you could do this. I have total faith in your abilities. <laughs> okay. okay, I can see you know what I mean. This, the, the I, I tried to make it sound better. I, I, I know. Was do, I, I know. You know. Leave the sales to me. All right. Hey, you know, to go back to the tires. <laughs> I want to go back to. The, I want to roll back to the tires. But I'm, I do ooh. keep. I, I do keep. I know it's terrible. I keep one junk tire at my shop, and I don't know if you have a fireplace, Phil. But the reason I keep it is for wanting to split firewood. Is I shove the logs in the tire, oh. and then I sw- swing the axe at them, and that way they don't keep falling over. And uh, you have to keep bending over to pick them up, so you can have like put like three or four in the tire, split them, and they all just hold each other up, and then you pull. You know what? I have Hmm. our access to at work is airplane tires, and they're bigger than wheelbarrow tires, but they're like real tires. They're just small, and you can use it for one log at a time. (laughs) He's kind of missing the point, I think. I have a deflated airplane tire in my shop. No, 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 no. I've seen devices where people take and they put it around a log, so when they go to split it, it doesn't fly all apart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm saying you just said you stuff a bunch of logs inside a big tire. I'm saying you can use the small but if tire. I, but if I have to, if I have to, every time I split one log, I have to bend over and pick it up and put a new thing in. Now I'm bending over just as much as I would anyway. It's just about. Well, because you're so the point of that. tall, the earth is way down there, or what? It's very f- difficult for me to reach my feet. Yes, um, they're way further from my head than Phil's feet. Are, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I hope you all have enjoyed the last ever episode of this podcast. (laughs) 
into the current host configuration. Uh. <laughs> All right, so so Phil, basically what you're saying is you getting down to the brass tacks is the season. The season's coming around. You got some projects at the home that you, you're going to have to start yep. tearing into. Anything else? You got lawn maintenance. You're building out your uh, electronical uh, Dubois or whatever it is, boudoir. No, no, my Dubois, yes. Um, I have to redo do my deck railings. So here's an interesting one for you guys. So um, I just did it as cheaply as humanly possible last time. So the deck itself is fine. The planks on the deck are great. But the railing is not what you'd call up to code. Is it warbly? Uh, is it what? Warbly? Um, not for anyone in my family, mostly because they're smaller than me um, <laughs> but if i applied enough pressure i could definitely get it to bend but okay. i know it needs it needs some four by four posts but also it's not very nice the spindles you know like the vertical sort of smaller posts are just they're not very nice and i didn't really spend a lot of time sanding them um so what i want to do instead is i do want to put in four by four posts let's say every six feet okay and in between them I want to put in uh, metal spindles, and I'll I'll encase them in a couple of like let's say circular mortises, like not through holes, but let's say partial through holes. Um, and I was thinking about using half-inch conduit that I spray paint black because it's probably cheaper than any piping I'd buy for that purpose. Yes. Yeah, but the spray paint I don't think is going to hold up to your liking. What no. if you put a clear coat on top of the spray paint? Okay, hold on, slow down. Hold on. I'm listening. All right, he's got the answers. I, no, I got some ideas. Um, so first things first, put up your four by four posts, and instead of you putting verticals in, in between the posts, do horizontals yeah. because it'll look super cool. It'll have like a oh, prison. I like it. No, I'm talking about going this way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So Horizontal it's gonna have it's gonna have um, in a way it's kind of like an Asian look. You know what I mean? Where you you have like your backyard tea party, yes. whatever. So anyway, yes. go that way. You can use the galvanized. Um, uh, conduit for it, yeah. and you use that blackening stuff, oh. and it'll and just wipe that does on that, it. But does that work on galvanized? Because galvanized does. steel doesn't take paint. Famously, it doesn't take paint. No, but the blackening um, stuff does. The blackening stuff will yep. work on galvanized. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, so get some jacks. Yeah, yeah, Try something, that. something out there. Yeah. What's the best place to get this conduit? Because I find it's still pretty expensive at like Home Depot. Like a, a ten uh, foot you, length was like fifteen bucks. You can you can actually try and order it online through electrical suppliers. Interesting. Okay. If you, yeah, geez, you know you might. Gonna, you, I was gonna say if you're buying in bulk, if if you're trying to look for some, start dumpster diving. Yeah, yeah it's not gonna be enough. I mean, how many how many feet do you need? I don't know. A lot. Yeah, Think about even lot. what he's saying. I've got. A, I'm probably gonna have like six or seven sections of six feet. I'm probably going to need, I don't know. At least three the per, It's right? the perimeter four. of your deck times three three or four, yeah. yeah. So the perimeter of my deck is like 64 feet. Okay. You, yeah. you could try You could try uh, looking for a steel yard and, and just seeing what they have because, you know, steel is about a buck a pound, right? So if... But this is, I just need thin wall conduit. Right, but they it's if you go to the steel yard and they're selling thin wall conduit because that $15 piece at 
the depot, that's not 15 pounds. That's like five pounds. Right. Right. So you're paying three times the cost. Uh-huh. So if you go to the, if you can find a steel yard where you can buy the stuff, sometimes dollar, dollar fifty a pound, whatever they charge for it, and they'll even cut it to length for you if you do all the stuff, and they'll charge you know like a dollar a cut or whatever. Come down to my place, the Logan Steel guys. They'll take care of you. They sell thin wall stuff. They don't have to get solid steel. They sell all that stuff. You know, hmm. seven hours. So I would do that. That makes sense. Or or try going to like a fencing company or something too. Uh, you know anybody that's. Anybody that would be buying direct from the same place Home Depot is buying direct. They right. tend to be less. Another you know? thing, okay. I don't know if it's cheaper, but you might also look at, um, and I think Home Depot sells it, chain link fence posts. Yeah. Um, that might be cheaper than conduit. I don't know. But that'd be something to look at, too, because you can get that in like a, you know, a one inch and a half diameter. I don't so think that would look good in that style. I think it's too I like thick. It. I think yeah. it's too thick for that horizontal too style. Big. Yeah. But I definitely well, like also that horizontal the, idea. That's great. Yeah, I, it'll be I way easier too. I've done a few decks like that and it looks really yeah. super cool. It's, it's just different because everybody does, you know, like like stair railings on their deck. So Yeah. Why not yeah. do something Yeah, I did different? a fence like that once too. Yeah. It was like we did the horizontal. We did like a chicken wire, like a rabbit wire around it because there were rabbits, I guess. But, of course um, there were yeah. rabbits. Yeah. Your stories are so odd. Well, it's just they had the chicken wire because there were rabbits, and then I had some rabbit wire because, of course, there were rabbits on the deck. Well, no, no, there, it was a fence, and they're trying to keep and the rabbits out of the Bob. fence. So they used every the rabbit morning. I go out and shoot my videos, and Bob would say, "Hello, hi, Bob the rabbit." Hey, speaking of rabbits, you know we had this little baby bunny in our yard last week, and it was um, delicious. It was no, it was it was. <laughs> What it was is completely unafraid of human beings. I mean, uh, we were like 10 feet away from this thing, and so we thought it was pretty wild. And then we were like, I know, let's go get the guinea pig and put it out in the lawn and see what happens. <laughs> we got the guinea pig play? out to see if they'd be friends. Fight club. They just, well, they, I guess they just looked at each other like like they're both like, you're a predator or you're prey too? Yeah, so am I, whatever. And they just didn't care. Like they just, they were like just sitting next to each other. Like they were like probably three feet away from each other, maybe even closer at one point, just mm. eating grass. They're just like, let's just keep eating before something comes and tries to kill us, you know? We call that parallel play. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, now, that's now exactly see, what they're doing. Parallel yeah. eating. We we have Danny, and we'll put Lou on the ground. And if Danny walks up to Lou and Lou doesn't see her, on the top of Lou's head, he has a third eye. I don't know if you know this about some reptiles; they actually have a an eye no. inside this their skull. Made up, yeah. No, I swear to God, if they actually have a retina and a lens cover and everything, but it's more to detect shadows from birds, right? Predators. But anyway, so if Danny sneaks up on Lou. And he doesn't realize it's her. He gets really flat, really wide, and then his beard puffs out real big, and he'll turn his head like his whole body's at an angle, like he's ready to fight. But that's the entirety of his defense. But it's enough to make Danny go, uh-oh. Because <laughs> she's probably not 100% sure what this little thing can do. Danny, yeah. Danny doesn't realize she's a 90-pound Rottweiler. Danny thinks she's a 6-pound Chihuahua. And yeah, she's afraid she's a, of everything. She's, she's a lover. She is not a fighter in any way, shape, or form. If right. any creature on the planet is upset with her, she is sorry and wants to make amends right now. Yeah. Yep. Great dog. Great yep. dog. I'm not a big animal fan, but I love this dog. She sat on it my was, lap for like 45 minutes. It was cute. It was very cute seeing you interact. It was like, wow, this is cool. I don't know how I feel about it, but it's cool. <laughs> right. Right. It's like your girlfriend cozying up to your best friend. You're like, oh, hmm. <laughs> huh. <laughs> You know, I, I wouldn't have put it in that way, but uh, <laughs> okay. 
chose to go down that road. Okay, uh, I uh, I used up a lot of time. Who's next? I'll go. Uh, I got I got just uh, more of a proclamation of my. So the I want to admit something to for all the world to know. Um, the reason I haven't really made anything, the reason I have been, I, I mean, I have been busy at work, don't get me wrong. It's still just two of us, even though we've actually gave the person an offer letter and we're supposed to hire somebody else. It's still been months and months and months with two people trying to take care of 600 acres. I'm tired. I'm, I'm done after work. Anyway, but the real reason I haven't been out in the garage or I haven't been in the shop is uh, just that bad taste in my mouth with Casey's Salon. And I have these danged uh, barn doors hanging over my head that I got to complete. And and the brass taxes, the, the deal with this is, you know what? I'm not making them. I'm going to go buy them. And I'm just going to hang them and be done with it. And, I, I, and I've been struggling with that for a long time. I'm like, you know, that's just... And they don't care. I mean, all they want, they want to see some barn doors up, you know. They don't care mm-hmm. where it comes from. But I've been thinking how I can build them and I'll reclaim, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not. I'm going to just go buy them, hang them up get it done with and get back to my life it's the i got light until 8 30 now it's that time of year i can be out in the garage casey's working a lot of hours she's doing soccer now she's going into the city so she's busy and i have plenty of time to be playing out in the garage and i've just been coming home and like well if i go out in the garage and i start on another guitar that means i should be making those doors and blah you know it's that whole oh yeah it's that whole guilt thing and it's just been a just buy the doors move on with your life yep that's 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 my brass tack so I, I kind of want to pose a question to you. Have you guys ever had a hang-up like that where it's like, you know, you just get down to what it, what's really the matter, you know, that's what it is for me. I'm saying the brass tacks, this is what's really going on for me is yeah. just those doors. Have you guys ever experienced anything like that? All the time. <laughs> Possibly currently now. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you know, like I've been dying to make this, uh, this video that about making a power supply and like... I keep finding a reason why. Uh, uh, no, I, no, I'm gonna. I want to paint this thing first. It's gonna oh, be in the okay. shot. I want. You know. You know what I mean? Like, there's always something that's preventing me from doing it. And the truth is, it's just like I am, like you, uh, very tired. <laughs> and and I know once I start, it's a massive endeavor to shoot yeah. the video, to edit the video, to do all that stuff. You're talking about easily 10, 12 hours worth of work for an eight minute video. Yeah. So I just kind of like to get there. And, and I know that I just want it to be perfect, but that's ridiculous because it's never going to be perfect. You just have to do it. Right. And, and Tim, so, you, you, you piped up, but I find that hard to believe because we, we in the background, we stand and watch you just putting out content day after day, basically. Cranking. So, cranking. Cranking it. Well, it's not. I mean, that's just content. But there's, there's all sorts of things that I, I definitely don't have that problem as often as maybe some people because I'm much more interested in action than I am the quality of the action, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not afraid to go out and fail, and I'm not afraid to, like, try something and have it fall apart and, and not work, and, and I'm not afraid to share it. Like, so I'm, I'm very quick to jump on those ideas uh, with my art, I guess you could say, you know, but then there's, like, behind-the-scenes stuff about, you know, like, the business, or even, like, well, talking about... um. Uh, you know, house repair and doing housework. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm uh, very skittish to do that stuff because I've had enough experience with it to know how many things can go wrong, <laughs> you know, and how mm. many cans of worms can get open. Oh, so yeah. like when there's something that something that needs to be done around the house, I'm, I'm, I drag my feet on it and I, and I dread it. 
and I'm like, oh god, I don't know, you know, and and then it gets to the point where like something has to be done, and so I'll do it, and you know, sometimes you get lucky, like, oh, that was easy. Why did I wait four months to do that? You know, but then there's other times where I'm like, yep, this is it. This is why. This is why we should just call the plumber, you know, and, and so, <laughs> you know, I, I definitely have all those all those uh, those thoughts and stuff too, but maybe not. Maybe not in my my what I do on YouTube. You know, what I mean, what so, I do on YouTube is all me just 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 drawing, just sketching, throwing right. paint at the wall. You know, yeah. Right. I'm not some, afraid to fail. Somewhere, there somebody came up with some some numbers, but I guarantee you that most home repairs, if you're not comfortable with it, hire somebody because it's going to cost you less money every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Every every well, single time, get it done. First of all, you're not going to cause more damage by not doing it. Like if you've got dry rot on your eaves on the outside of your house, that could be daunting, right? It's not that hard to some. It's very hard to others. But the longer you wait, the more dry rot there is. The more you know. I mean, any little project. The water heater's leaking a little bit. Yeah, well, I can wait. You know how long? I, I, we still got hot water. It's only a couple. It's only a couple drips. You know. Yeah. yeah. So okay, yeah. the drywall's only a little bit wet now, and you know, I mean, it's like if you if you if you're a little bit intimidated. Just just call somebody to come out and get it done and put it out of your mind. I, I mean, definitely, as far as home repairs go, watch if you if you got if you have to stay home for the day, watch the guy make or watch the gal make the repair because that just Would, by yeah that's if you're not bugging them, you're not hanging over their shoulder like you know. But still, kind of get an idea of what's going on because you might surprise yourself on how easy it may be seem to you or how much you're going to go wiping your brow like holy moly. I'm glad I didn't attempt this, you know. Yeah, usually it's just about the the tooling. You know what I mean? It's like a big yeah. part of it. Most the of guy it comes is, in, yeah. like the yeah, the plumber comes in and he's got the tool that goes and it cuts out. He's got a he's got a, a couple boxes full of fittings and connectors in his truck, and he just grabs the right one. And, and unlike me at Home Depot, where I have to buy one of each and then return all the ones I don't use. <laughs> the same oh, you, you return know. them? You return them? <laughs> if, if I don't lose the receipt in the process, yes. <laughs> I just have like a million stupid things that have like. No use ever, and then I'm just too embarrassed to wait in that line. Hey, I don't know what I'm doing, so I need to return this pile of stuff. Well, that's I. I mean, I have to. That's part of the business model, like that we have of this being sort of underemployed. You know, and like you can't you can't not return it. That's right. You know, my my wife has taught me that, and she's really good about it, like with coupons and all that stuff. But um, you know, when you go to the supermarket. They, I, I think they do this on purpose. They'll, of course, say it's a mistakes or whatever, but it happens so often where there's like an advertised price for something, but then it rings up as a different price. And if that happens, most supermarkets' policy is you go to the service counter, you get it for free. Or, if they, or they at least refund you the difference, but quite often they give it to you for free if they make a mistake because that's like illegal to yes. falsely advertise the price of something. You know, yeah, so that's the easiest way to, to give you. Yeah. Exactly. And so my, my wife checks the receipt every day. You know, every time she buys something, she checks the receipt. And it happens often enough that she goes over and she's like, yeah, so I got this whole box of broccoli for free. I got this whole whatever for free because (laughs) they, like, I mean, substantial, like, substantially. I don't know what kind of fancy broccoli you're eating that comes in a box. Yeah. Well, we buy it it by the case, you know. (laughs) Freeze dried. They just add a drop of water and poof, you got a bushel. Um, So in the same vein as that, I I find my – I just went and bought some clothes, right, because we're going uh, out of town next week, going to go visit the the daughter person. And I wanted to get some new clothes, so I went to Sears because they had a sale. And at, at the end of it all, they print out like eight yards of receipt. And on there are all these different coupons that you'll never use. But I did find one that says uh, $5 off of $10 that you spend, minimum, 
starting tomorrow. So I thought, you know what? I'll just get another shirt because I like this one shirt that I got. So I went back. That was Saturday. Sunday, I went back and I got this shirt and lady rings it up. And I said, I have this coupon. This is why I came in. And it says, oh, well, it doesn't, it's not for this shirt. And I'm like, well, and, and she was being really nice about it, but I made her go get her supervisor and they gave me that five bucks off. Now, to me, it's like, it matters. I spent a good amount of money the day before to get my little $5 off coupon and that it matters. <laughs> Every little bit matters. Yeah. But in the same vein, I have been, I have been overpaid in change before and I will spend more money in gas driving back to give that clerk the $3 extra or the five or 10 or whatever it is that they gave me because I don't want their till to come up short and they get in trouble for it. Yeah. 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 Huh. It, all, it all works out in the wash. I think, you know, I mean, if you're, if you're a good human, Yes. Like it all works out in the wash. You know? I agree with you. I agree with Tim on that. Uh, to to go to my little brass taxing, which is also like bills, is more of a declaration. Um, the thing that, and it ties into what we were just talking about with like the buying the 10 parts and returning nine of them. Um, there's also, you know, I've been collecting trash for a long time. <laughs> and, what? And not throwing... And not throwing things away for a long time. And I've, like I said, I flipped a couple houses. When, when so did I've, this? When did this start, Tim? <laughs> How come you never told us? Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I I flipped a couple of houses and so like I did these like weird jury rig repairs on doors and I bought new locks when I had a tenant in one place and I have all these spare parts like that like locks and hinges and faucet parts and this and that and the other thing and then I have all this stuff that I reclaim and pull off the side of the road and sell and you know my wife and I just a little bit this weekend just started like going you know we got to get rid of some of this stuff because our our basement is just packed with stuff and so you know like she gave me like four boxes of like that type of stuff of all these like broken pieces of like half a hinge and like you know and like half a doorknob set and like you know like a piece of a sink that i don't even remember which house it came out of and uh so i started I, i'm gonna and i need to do it at my shop that's where i need to get down to brass because my shop has been between the house like you know like and us kind of both of us are pretty type a about stuff like that too it's just like we're like you know we're frugal and we don't want to throw anything away but enough's enough like mm-hmm. we don't we only got so much space and my it's shop it's obvious like I, this is I've, difficult for you buddy because you're starting to stutter a little bit you're getting a little sweaty i'm, I'm sweaty yeah you see about this yeah i'm, I'm crying <laughs> <laughs> but uh so we just we don't like to throw because you can see the value in everything i mean you guys know you see the oh, value. Yeah, yeah. Like, for sure there's a, you know how many things i could make with that half a hinge but I have 30 halves of hinges. <laughs> halves of hinges do I? And so, you know, in my shop, like, I, you know, when I got that new MakerMade CNC, which takes up a pretty big footprint, and then I've got that, you know, the laser takes up a big footprint, all these things in, in my storage bay, and I just kind of expanded into it. And now I'm at this point where, like, what happened? I, I just came to the realization this week. I was, like, kind of losing my patience, and I actually what lost happens, my What cool happens? You just got a 15-inch planer that has extension tables on it. That's what happened. Well, that doesn't. That's not too bad. That area is still. That's like because I have the workshop area is still pretty neat and clean. But then what is? I have these spaces on either side that it's just basically like I put my hands out and I just shove and I just push all the crap to the either <laughs> side of the wall, you know. So the spaces on either side of my workshop where I have stores are just just full of junk. And and what happened is I, I officially lost control of the junk. The junk is winning and I am losing, and uh, and so it's time to I need to. Anybody in the Connecticut area that wants to go junk picking in my loft, DM me. <laughs> like it's, nice. I need to get rid of some stuff. I need to. I just. I have so much old hardware. I have so much like so many eighteen-inch long pieces of reclaimed wood. You know, I, like that, I can just, get rid of about half of that stuff for you in one word. Yeah, Gagne. 
No, half of it's his fault. He gives me stuff. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, you should see that guy. He, he's like, well, give he's him like, back. No, I can make That's more all. room. Give him back. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's definitely involved to some extent. I'm sure we we trade a little. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's like my like I got to get down to brass tacks. I need to regain control of my shop. I need to realize that if I've had something for five years and I haven't made anything out of it yet. I mean, wood is wood. I'll keep that, of course. But if like if I haven't made anything out of this this broken bowling alley seat yet, I probably shouldn't have the broken bowling alley seat anymore. It, it's time to let that go. If I haven't done anything with those thirteen Ryobi plastic molded tool cases for the tools that no longer even exist in my life anymore it's probably time to get rid of those plastic tool cases mm -hmm. and i hate it i hate it like it just it, it, it like rattles my core to do it but i can't couldn't you fill up those plastic tool cases with some of the other crap you don't want to get rid of that saves some space and you can keep them both see now you're thinking <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you, you guys remember, a couple of years, summers back, I did the same thing. I Because I'd, I'd rented a big house as opposed to an apartment, and then I started working at the airport, and I'm getting these dumpster days at the airport once a year, and people are throwing yeah. out all their stuff. And I had so much things around all the outsides of my house and in my backyard. Yeah, it just it, it becomes the boss. And now it's dictating to you what tools you can have because you got to worry about space. It dictates to you... Uh, what your time is going to be like because you got to clear stuff out and I mean it's it's yeah I can get out of control quick. It's very quick and yeah I just I need to be more responsible with with what I'm using you know. So that's my my brass tax. I I gotta I gotta do a little maybe I'll wait until it cools down a little bit in the fall. I'm so I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. That's that's probably translates into a couple more years from now when you actually do it. But still, this is a big step, Tim. It's a big step. Yeah, well, I'm, ashamed you, you, I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed of you. You know, I was I was using the stuff up, and and then I I got to a point where I was like pretty low on wood and stuff, and and like a lot of the wood I have is just not really useful or good anymore. It's all the scraps of the reclaims. So whenever you buy like a you buy a thousand board feet of barn wood, like three hundred feet of it are garbage. You know, it's right. just kind of the way it is. But you don't want to throw it away. You don't want to burn. I paid like four bucks a board foot for it. You know, it's like yeah, I can't throw this away. Wow. Well, not really that much, but but. uh yeah, it's you know it's expensive. You spend money on it. You don't want to throw it away or just burn it. You know, yeah. Make whiskey. Boxes. But then there's like the bro but then there's like the broken bowling alley seat. Yeah, I don't have the time of the day. To, like, I can just sit and make whiskey boxes. I don't want to make whiskey. Boxes. You have a child, Tim. Hello. Yeah, that's his. That's his will. That's his uh, inheritance. Is my crap. My no, no. I'm saying you have a child that you taught boxes. how to use tools. You, you could be putting him to work. He's been having, yeah, he's been in my shop quite a bit the past few weeks, and he's been making, like, I gave him a furniture dolly. He said he wanted to make a, a cart for his bike, like a trailer. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah. and I was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. So he, got, he has, like, like a rope thing that tied to it, and then he went and he just, he picks through the scrap wood and the firewood and stuff, and he pulls out two-by-four pieces and this, and he built this whole multi-tiered, it was on my Instagram story, multi-tiered toolbox. It's got, like, lids, and he's got riveted broken hinges onto it, and, and it's got, the, like, these spots that open and close. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> he, he works with that stuff a lot, and I just, like, I just let him free play. It's all, like, so there's some measuring lessons in it, like, he was, um... You know, he wanted to, like, cut a piece in half, and so I was like, okay, well, let's figure out where half is, because he was, like, right about there, and I was like, no, let's figure out exactly where half is. Good we'll job. Find, you, make the, you make the mark, and I'll cut it, and then we'll put these two pieces of wood together and see if they're exactly the same height, you know, 
and uh, so we were doing that and so I did one and I showed him how I did it and then he did one and so measuring down like I showed him like you don't have to measure the 16th so I was like if it's like nine and three eighths you know you can go to like you know four and a half and four and a half and mark from either side then you find the spot in between there and you know show him some little tricks like that and uh, did you follow that Bill? I did. <laughs> yeah. I do the same but, thing uh, but I don't need a tape measure to do it. Yeah but he's he needs to learn how to use the tape measure so. Too many numbers man it's and then there's math I hate math. Yeah, that's that's what's great about metrics. You just measure it and then divide by two. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same thing with imperial. It's just dividing by two is really complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Are we uh, ready to? Okay, great. Yeah. iTunes review review. Um, there are some American ones, and then there are some not American ones. You have to read that. You want me to read that one? Which one? Didn't we get an email preview of one of ours that just had a lot of words that we're trying to pronounce? Is that is that one oh, of the yeah. ones? I don't see that listed here, though. Is that listed there, Phil? Uh, John? Yeah. John? John did three of them. One from Angola, oh. one from Algeria, and one from Albania. <laughs> he lives in Greece, but he said, he wrote to us and said that he can change his location so he can write multiple yeah. <laughs> reviews. Which is we want to we, we give John some love for that. Yeah, I know. Thank well, there's you for one moving. Before, there's an American one before that one. Yeah, there's oh, two, yeah, new, there's there's two Doug, new American ones. Yeah. Yep. So I'll, I'll read uh, Doug H. Fam. Doe uh, Fam. Doe Fam. I thought yeah. it was Doug H. Fam. Well, it's Doe Fam now. It's the Doe family. Yeah. Doe Fam. Swiss family. D O U G H Doe. Yeah. I thought it was Duog Fum. <laughs> you were homeschooled, weren't you? San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So what's the title stars, of this? Uh... Five stars. Is this a joke or the question mark? So, uh, uh, I'll read the whole thing before anybody can comment because. Uh, so when my wife got a job as a male man, she was so worried about going to the driving school because the mail trucks are right-hand drive, much like my daily driver now. Well, w- the day finally came, and when she got home, she told me it really wasn't that hard to drive on that side. I told her, I knew you could do it. And she says, well, what do you mean? And so I said to her, you have been telling me how to drive from that side of the car for years. But um But um And then, dear PC, politically correct police, my wife calls herself a mailman. So that's why he used the term mailman. It wasn't just a blatant disregard of gender. Right. So. <laughs> well, if there's anything that can ruin a review, it's a blatant disregard for gender. So I'm glad you straightened that out. Yes, thank you. Because otherwise we would have been upset with this lovely five-star review. <laughs> well, amazingly, um, the, the title to the next American review, five stars, is called Agree to Disagree. But we I saved this one for you to read. Yeah, uh, it says, love the podcast, guys. Great ideas and suggestions to start and do projects. You guys keep me laughing and entertained while doing stuff or at, while doing stuff or at work. Keep up the fun and good work. If you could only add more Bill to the show. I just need more Bill. Kidding. Take it easy, fellas. Jose on Michigan. So I'm saying that's I hope from he's kidding. Yeah. Jose from Michigan. I don't think I, it'd be possible yeah. to have any more Bill in the show. Oh, I don't know. I, there's things that you guys don't even know about me yet. Uh, that's not true. I know everything there is to know. <laughs> everything, I, I know everything you I want to ta- know. Both of you quit talking to my wife. That's not allowed. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> okay, here's one uh, from Angola. Uh, who, who wrote this? Oh, John made it, and it's called Pronunciation. 
Apparently, after a quick Google search, these are the most difficult or mispronounced words, so the only obvious thing to do would be to give them to you to pronounce on the show. Uh, I know I would pronounce them wrong. Um, okay, so here he's got a list of words that he wants me to pronounce. Rural. Um, this one I'm going to get wrong. Odor Hino Langer Laryngologist. Okay, Colonel Penguin Sixth Isthmus Anemone Squirrel Choir and Worcestershire. So I think I got one uh, four, uh, one out of seven. I met one out of eight. Who says stuff. who says Worcestershire though? It's just Worcestershire. That's a place in England. It's a real place. Yeah. Yeah, but or it's in the Shire. I assume it's in Bilbo the Shire. Lives on it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, then there, we I'm also thinking Bilbo. of it. <laughs> we do need more Bilbo in the world. Also, your new nickname is now Bilbo. Um, Bilbo. Next uh, is from Algeria. Hmm, who wrote this one? Oh, also John made it. That's weird. He must be traveling. Dictionary. <laughs> so you'll read anything for a five-star review, will you? Insert evil smile. I give you the dictionary. I'm not sure what's going to be worse, the length of this review or the words you have to pronounce. Aardvark, a nocturnal badger-sized burrowing mammal of Africa with long ears, a tubular snout, and a long extensible tongue feeding on ants and termites. I'm just going to skip to the end. Uh, Zizogeton is a rare genus of leafhopper endemic to South America. It is named after a former genus, Ziza, probably an onomatopoeia, appended with the Greek, with the ancient Greek, Gaetan, the end. <clears throat> and there's one last one, international one. This one's from Albania. Oh, who wrote this one? Can I guess? John Can I made guess? It. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, I don't know who. It's John. He oh, made it. Cap- John yeah. made it. Captain Lou Albania? Yeah. Uh, he must be really all over the globe there. Uh, and the title is Horrendous Haiku by E. Gutierrez. Creating haiku is harder than it appears. This may take a while. And that brings us up to speed on all of the <laughs> iTunes reviews. So now we are I fresh like out. And uh, time to refill the tank, boys and girls. I liked, I liked the haiku. I like haikus. I, you know, that kind of hurt my head a little bit. They're meant to. Maybe there's a reason I put things in my ears. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, who Maybe. has a tip for the week? Uh, I did last I, I week. Think mine, I did last week. No, I did last week. I didn't do with the grass last week? In nope. The, in, in the, uh, okay, I take it that it means is. it's me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have one that I just added to the list when Bill was talking about taking apart his gun. And you asked him if he had those little magnetic bowls. Yeah. Um, what I have used in the past when I had to take apart like laptops and um, to put like hard drives in or you know RAM or whatever. Yeah. Because uh, I was always concerned about getting the screws mixed up because they were all basically the same, but sometimes it might be a little different. You know, yeah. is I use egg cartons, um, and I would actually oh. just like the a paper egg carton because then you have a dozen containers, and I would actually if I if I was really concerned and really getting you know OCD about it, I would just sharpie. You know, like, oh, this is from the top lid. I would just write it right, right on the egg carton and then put the screws in. So each each hole was labeled for what the parts were. That's pretty clever. So that's my uh, my small parts tip. And then the other tip that I had written down, is that not enough? Do we need another tip? You might want to save them. These are getting precious. Yeah, yeah we're getting a little, we're getting a little thin precious. on these bad boys. So oh. scenario, you, you get done labeling your egg carton. You got all these little bitty tiny screws. You lift it up to go move it, and you drop it. Oh no! You just don't move it. That's you just oh okay. Don't. So you hot glue it to the but, top of the bench. That's my tip. Uh, no, I have I have weighted it. I, I would put like a piece of steel in the lid or something to keep it from moving. 
because there's always that risk of bumping it, you know. But I like yeah. I like bills. You just hot glue it. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. If you're made of money, especially since I got me a new hot glue gun and I'm loving it right now. Ah, you yeah. Like that. Hot glue guns are nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got I like me them. a fifteen dollar Deluxe Stanley. So that's a lot of money to spend on a hot glue gun, man. <laughs> Slow down. Is it? <laughs> that's like fifty American, dude. No, it's the other way around. Oh. Fifteen Canadian would be like three dollars U.S. Oh, you should have bought one. What would you say grabbed your attention this week? Would you say, Bill? Uh, just the marvel of YouTube. I seriously, you, you can. I, I'm sorry, but you can look up anything. I, I really haven't been doing a whole lot of looking at anybody's specific thing except Tim Sway's nail guitar. That's you know what? That's what grabbed my attention. Seriously, I marveled at. Tim, look at Tim Sway's video of the nail guitar. That's what caught my attention. Okay. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Timothy? That that guitar needed it needed someone that I I got I found this guy Kenny. He's a local metal band. I was like, you know, the guitar is obviously like kind of heavy metal design. Like that's, you know, no one, it's really not meant to be played as an art piece, but I want, you know, my art has to work for me to be happy. So I wanted to get someone that could shred because I just can't play guitar like that. So I was searching around like local, like looking for lo- metal bands that were in the area. And, um, and I was, I just, you know, Connecticut heavy metal bands. And I found this like top 10 list of bands and I just clicked on every one of their websites and, uh, and I was like listening to them, like listening to who had a really awesome lead guitar player. And, uh, and then, so if it was like one of those, like kind of like just like go, 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 metal bands, I didn't go further. But if it was one where they had a lot of deedles going on, I would like click on it to see who the guitar player was and then search them. Um, and, uh, so I, you know, I like the band Zenosis that Kenny's, I, I listened to them, like the, the opening 30 seconds of the song is like, oh, it's like amazing guitar work. I'm like, all right. So I click on him and I see the guy's name. I, I Facebook him and he lives in the same town as me in Wallingford, Connecticut. I'm like, nice. Sound my guy. So, so I friend him and I send him a message and I'm like, and I send the message like, hey, this might sound kind of strange, but you know, I, I made a guitar out of a bunch of old nails and I was wondering if you'd come to my shop in Meriden and play it for me for a few minutes, you know? And I hit send and I'm like, I'm never going to hear from this guy. He's just going to yeah. think I'm an insane, you know? And then he, yeah. he wrote back. He's like, say what now? <laughs> you know, and, uh, and he ended up being like, uh, so we, you know, we wrote back and forth. Like, I can bring it to you. You can come to my shop, whatever. And uh, he's like, oh, I'll come to your shop after work tomorrow. And so he just like, cool. popped in after work. And just said, he just spent like 20 minutes there and just just played. And just like right out, he was a tree cutter by day. And he just like just right off the field, pulls in in his truck, sits down, just starts just playing yeah, this amazing I mean, he, The guitar, guy seriously you know? did some shredding on the video. So it's worth it just yeah. to watch that part of it. That was like, and, and I had so much of it because everything he did was so cool. I went and I just, I was just going to do like a reveal at the end of just like 30 seconds to a minute of him playing it. But I had, I had, so I just kept the camera rolling and I just started adding sound clips in and out of the video too. So it's like all this like little, every time it goes to, what I was trying to do is like every time it goes to fast motion, I would have him doing, you know? <laughs> and then when the film was in regular motion, it would be no audio, you know, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to do. Awesome. Oh, uh, what am I into? Uh, document. <laughs> That's what you were into. You don't get two of them because. That's, what do you? What's going on right now? I was gonna say what I'm into. I was just still talking about. It. I don't have to. I can save it. No, it's fine. Go ahead. What caught uh, your attention? Netflix. Netflix. The people that make, um, or one of the guys that makes Portlandia, Fred Armisen, is part of it. Uh, oh, yeah. They have a show, sh- a show called Documentary Now. Oh, I got you. There. And it's. I might have mentioned it last season that came out. There's three seasons of it now, I think, maybe more. 
and they're all it's this fake PBS type show and Helen Mirren is the host and so <laughs> the premise of the show is she walks she walks out and, s- and says we're celebrating 50 years of this groundbreaking documentary series and that we're doing like a like a sway back when we're doing like a look back at these old documentaries that were made and so there'll be their period pieces so it'd be like you know in these fake things that happen there'll be like a documentary about some fake band from 1972 the blue jean cult or whatever <laughs> or then there's like you know like and then there'll be like a doc, like all these like different periods in time and then they go and they film these 20 25 minute fake documentaries yeah you know, way up there right in their spinal tap you know what i mean but um and but they're in period they're in costume and they're just it's just something about that sort of dry like sense of humor thing like that just just I just love it's it's just brilliant. That's really brilliant funny. stuff. Yeah, really well put together. It's not like a laugh a minute thing, but it's just like the absurdity of it. You know, right. it's, so I love it. I I'd like to add to my. Not only did I watch Tim's video, but the new season of Jessica Jones is out on Netflix. Yes, yes, I saw that too. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I am who I am, and and at heart, I think that is a reclaimer, and the medium is. Uh, is just whatever I'm into at that time. So right now it's a little bit of electronics, and there is a um, a channel on YouTube called EEV Blog, and uh, he's this Australian gentleman, and he does a lot of reclaiming electronics. So he'll do he'll go dumpster diving for a whole bunch of things like printers and scanners and what fax machines, whatever he finds, and then he takes them apart and he and he sort of harvests all of the parts out of them, and he does these long form videos of like 30 to to 60 minutes. And he sort of walks through like the teardown. Okay, I pulled this out, and here's the stuff to keep. Here's the stuff that's useless. But anyway, so I, I find it really, really interesting. And the guy's got a good personality. He's a lot of fun to listen to. And it's interesting to see somebody who's been at it a long time, what they would keep versus what they would throw away. Like sometimes I would think, oh, I should harvest all these capacitors out of there. And he's like, ah, that's useless, mate. You just want to keep the servos, you know? So yeah. that kind of thing. Probably right. Well, that's like there for a second. Yeah. Well, that's like uh, us with woodworking and reclaiming pallets. Like you get to a point where you realize, like, well, no, no, maybe Tim. I shouldn't. You just your story earlier about how you can't get rid of anything. You have all the experience, and you still keep everything. So you're not allowed to talk right now. I I just instantly took the aluminum from those desks to the recycling. <laughs> I did hem and haw about it for about two days before I instantly took it to the recycling. <laughs> <center>. <laughs> I think that's a sign of maturity, the hemming and hawing. I think, yes. You know? Anyways. Oh. Not to be confused with he and haw. That would make you an ass. That would be a, Ooh, <laughs> a sign of very good, Phil. I didn't good. know you would good. know that, being a foreigner and all. What, from he haw? Okay. Uh, our channels on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out ironandsoul.com, williamlutes.com, timsway.net, newperspectivesmusic.com. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you guys. Um, by email, info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or hit us up on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio. On iTunes, leave us those reviews. We are now bone dry on reviews and we will read anything for a five-star review. On Patreon, patreon.com slash reclaimedaudio, the absolute best way to keep this show a-rolling, this train on its tracks, if you know what I'm saying. I'm saying... Pay us to keep making these shows is what I'm saying. Please, though. <laughs> I want to be nice about it. In the Canadian way, saying. please Classy. pay us. Yeah. Anyways, that's 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 where I'm going with that. Um, and 
Yeah, that's what I got this year. I mean, I'll go in depth next time about why and how, but I think that's where we're at. So thanks, everybody, for listening this week, if you've made it thus far, and uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Be good. Or don't. Yeah. <laughs>